Jeez. That wasn't right. It was supposed to be this. <laughs> ah, now we're going to get blocked off YouTube anyway. <sighs> One of those days. <laughs> Hi, Lauren. Hello, everybody at home. We're here. Uh, this is the last one. This is the check-in show before the uh, the road trip, the final road trip and all that stuff. Uh, please settle down with us, would you? It's uh, 5 o'clock here in the Pacific and uh, wherever you are. Have your beverage accordingly. Um, I'm having coffee right now and a little bit of water over there at the desk. I don't know what you're having. We don't drink anymore. We used to drink. <laughs> Want to make it a show about that. Uh, good news, though, we've got this lady over here. Uh, we've got you on Instagram, which is great news. Yeah, there it is. Uh, we may have our friend uh, Mike joining from Canada. Uh, our Canadian friend Mike joining, but from New York. He's at uh, uh, Paul Schaefer and Will Lee are uh, doing a show tonight uh, down at the Bitter End, and he will be there. Uh, Don Giller may be there as well. So we it may just be us, but um, that's okay, because all we're doing is checking in, closing a lot of books <laughs> closing a lot of whatever's on this chapter i don't know we're going to close some shit down um so that we can pack it up and get the hell out of here next week uh that's what's going on okay see you over at the desk great <laughs> perfect <laughs> nobody to talk to nobody to talk to all right will <laughs> where do you go <laughs> Yeah.
right, now it's just raining in here. Oh, ah, gosh darn it. All right, excuse me, I've been making a lot of old man noises. I tweaked my back right before the show. I mean, right before the show, right before the show. And I am in a tremendous amount of pain right now. So I'm going to say now, forgive me if I am short with anyone who joins or anyone we're talking to or you or anyone at all. Um, it's not you, it's me. Uh, but hello. So I got my cane because I was stretching. And uh, Thursday, June 1st. Shitballs, we're here. We did it. <laughs> six, six months into the new year. Welcome. There's a bunch of people on Instagram before. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being, I was, we were late because I was stretching and cursing because I tweaked my back. It's one of those sucky things I've had a, this sounds crazy, but I've had a, <laughs> Happy whatever day. Happy wrap it up show. Uh, I've had a bad back since I was a kid. I was a passenger uh, in a car accident. We got hit and we rolled over a bunch of times into a Burger King parking lot. How fun is that? We were on our way to that Burger King. Never got the burgers. Um, and whatever. And it's kind of been effed ever since that. And uh, also childhood scoliosis. So I think everything kind of added to itself. And then a couple of years ago, I hurt my arm. And whatever the heck. It's all sort of connected. But, um, you know, when you get older, everything hurts. So... Every little tiny thing. On my 40th birthday, <laughs> a couple years ago, my 40th birthday, I was setting up this studio for the, for the podcast, and uh, I bent over. Literally just bent over to pick something up off the ground. And on my 40th birthday, it was the... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought of it. It's everything every adult ever said. Like, hey, you're good till you're 40, but everything starts falling apart after that. And I'm like, shit. So true. So true. Uh, anyway, good evening. Welcome back. I'm in sorry shape. I'll say sorry for our Canadian friend who isn't here. <sighs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I want to ice it. I want to heat it. I want to. I want to go to a chiropractor. I want to be beat up by one of those little Asian guys with the sticks. You know, when you go to Korea, is it Korean? The Korean spa. Korean spa, yeah. It's a whole different type of massage. Oh, yeah. My first time, I didn't know. I was expecting some kind of therapeutic thing or, you know, relaxation. Ah, tranquility. No, they start you with the tea and the robe and all that. But after that, they just start kicking the shit out of you. Ah, sorry. <laughs> we had a <our> nerve. <laughs> Nicole gets to see this all the time. We don't generally talk about my health stuff because she's got way too much. I mean, how messed up are we if I have problems, too? Um, how are you doing, though? I, I feel like there's good news to share on that, even though it's not groundbreaking. I slept way better. Okay. The asbestos, the medication, the, my neurologist put me on this really good. I took another one this afternoon. I had to chill my legs out. Your uh, speech is slower on the show now than it's been today and the last few days. So if anybody's hearing that we're talking about good news, I'm like, well, she doesn't sound that much better. You were actually, I thought, sounding better until right now. And even now, it's not bad. I just mean I know I know what it sounds like. There's differences ago. in speed between medications. I'm trying to even them out. Well, you're just starting, right? And bot. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, right. Gotcha. 
between the two, there's a difference in speed. So my head is very confused. No, I think I understand. You're saying something very simple, but I couldn't wrap my head around it. Different pot gives different results. You might have been having different pot earlier where you were speaking different. And right now it might be slow. The one I'm on now is more indica hybrid heavy. So I think that's part of it. Hybrid indica heavy. Yes. I said that backward, Mm -mm. but yes. I'm just clarifying. I'm not digging Don Giller if you're here. I wonder if you are here. Should put the comments up. Oh, let's see here. Oh, Irene, I'm sorry. Irene Hoppin, present. Oh, it's going to be another whack job, <laughs> Irene. Uh, Canadian Mike Mike might check in if he's got cell reception. I just tweak. Well, I don't need to tell you like you just got here. I'm just realizing that you're here. You know. <sighs> Go new meds. Yeah, and these are kind of just the pill ones sort of like for the side effects. I love Pee Wee's Playhouse. I never missed a Pee Wee show. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> Pee-wee wants his playhouse back. <laughs> uh, leaving Sunday a.m., but you must come see me another time. I know. I'm so sorry. Sorry. Canadian sorry. Uh, every intention of being uh, down there with you now, really a week ago, to be honest with you. And uh, shit happens. Life. Pretty much people don't understand why we can't make plans with them. Like to the point where it's, I think, dented friendships in the past. <laughs> I've experienced that recently, too. And I think that it's because people don't understand that we literally can't make plans. Period. We have to live within the 15-minute window of whatever. Decisions get made on that basis. No one in my life gets the go of the flow mentality that I've had to adapt in your life. And it's very messing with my head. Specifically right now, because we've got a road trip, and I'm assuming your family probably wants to know details, right? Uh Yeah, of course. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem with it. It's the double-edged sword. We wanted to tell them, hey, listen, we're going to be coming. Just don't know when. So that it's not a surprise, but also can't tell you when, which is a surprise. Yes. Yeah. It's weird how we think we're being helpful, but we're probably just being torturous to that older generation. Just lighting fires (laughs) everywhere. Sorry, my back hurts. Uh, this shirt I, I wear from time to time, but uh, anytime I post a picture or wear it, I get so many questions as to where I got it. So I'm going to tell you. That's why I wore it on the show tonight. Um, it's Mr. Rogers saying good vibes, obviously, which couldn't be more on brand with me. The rainbow fits the studio. Everything about this is good. Uh, it was a gift. I don't know where it came from. Um, I got it from our friend Mitch, Dr. Mitch, who's a chiropractor. <gasps> Oh, yeah. He and Randy, his wife, are both chiropractors. I don't know what you call that if you're not practicing anymore. They're technically educators now because they teach biology in school. Yeah. At college level. Anyway. (laughs) Ah, jeez. I blame myself every time you hear any ouchie. Connected, not your fault. Connected, not your fault. It happened, okay. People probably don't know this unless you know us personally. Nicole looks incredible. She physically is the package, right? Her parts don't work. So she can't walk out here and get in that chair. She crawls herself sort of out to the edge of her room. Then I pick her up and then I put her in the chair, which may sound weird, but it's the most practical way we've found to do it. If you've got a better way, please let us know. 
send it in with stick figures or drawings or maybe a voice memo <laughs> describing what you think would be better, and we'll try it. Shy of putting her in a wheelchair and then just parking that over here and changing the chair, which nobody really wants to do. Um, that may happen to happen at some point, but like, not right now. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like, it's not your fault that my back got tweaked while I was picking you up. I know that, but for everyone's sake, like whenever I hear anyone in pain, I feel it. So I yeah. am more sensitive to something sometimes. I know. I'm sorry. I wish I were in better, <laughs> better shape here. Don't mind me. <laughs> Podcast listeners have no idea what this shit is going on. Podcast listeners, go to video on this one. There is so much physical activity happening. Oh, I'm poking myself in the back with a cane. That may sound like a strange thing and even impossible to do, but if you could see it, you would know. Oh, all right. <laughs> so you may you may be asking yourself 15 minutes in, what are we talking about tonight? Um, <laughs> nothing, everything. Uh, it's really just updates. We're just hanging with you guys. I see there's people on, uh, on Instagram here. We're going to get to those tonight because we actually have you here on the desk. Uh, Kevin Patrick is here. Uh, I do need glasses, except I don't think these ones are going to help me. No, not really. I'm so old. I need an iPad and really far away. <laughs> <laughs> Gunner Mench, aloha guys, aloha to you Gunner So, we uh, reminding me that so many people have been checking in with me lately About you and medications and all the other stuff And he's one of them, so I'll just ask <clears throat> The stuff you've been taking for the symptoms has been helping, which is great Most people, including like uh, other people with MS Who send me messages asking, because they're curious for their own uh, sake Boosted babe, I think of her um, and a couple other people are curious about the infusion. Um, I've been saying, you know, this is a, every four weeks, technically indefinitely. So if you're expecting overnight results after the first one, we weren't expecting that and we're not experiencing that. Um, but do you feel different in any way? Is there anything to report uh, collectively? The infusion made my brain feel smoother. Everything else has been a roller coaster while I figured this out. Uh, because uh, things are why? The pill medication my neurologist prescribed me has changed my body, and the timing of when I need to lay down to sleep, because I get really hot and nauseous, and it's better to do that when I sleep. From the medicine. The medicine makes you hot and nauseous. Yes. So it's easier to take one before bed and go to sleep. Right? Correct. So I don't feel it as much. Um, sorry about your back, but I do love Nicole's dew. Sleep is good. Nicole's dew is spectacular. I'm going to thank, again, Andrea Skeleton uh, from uh, the Harlot uh, Salon in Hollywood on Melrose. The Harlot Salon on Instagram. Available for bookings. Uh, she did a great job. She does a great job every time. This is the third or fourth time she's done it? At least third. Second. And she did it once on the show, and this is at least the second time she's come off the show. So it's at least three. And third. Um, great job. I feel like it, this maybe is, is this shorter than last time or about the same? Yes. It is shorter. shorter. So each time has gotten shorter and shorter. Correct. Which is harder to maintain, but it's better for you. Yes. At some point, will this just be a buzz situation? Yeah. Cool. Don't worry. I love her though. She's awesome. 
well, she still may be the one to do it. <laughs> it's funny, though, each time there's less and less hair to sweep up and to vacuum up. We did it in the, like, right here in the main area this time. Not yeah, I used to have longer hair. Like, I get it. But yeah, it's so short now. I love it. Shit happens. I live it. God damn it, me too. Need a cherry picker. Oh, to get, to get you in the... <laughs> yep. Oh, Gunner. <laughs> there is a Hawaii's, a Hawaiian massage implement to rub your own back called a Lomi stick. Yes, totally. And that's what I was... Gunner, I don't know if you're listening or watching right now. You're probably driving home, so you can't see this. But that's totally what I was using this cane for. I was poking in the back there like a Lomi stick. I love you, Gunner. I love you so much. Somebody posted something about Gary Shandling today. What was it? Was it one of the comedy clubs? Somebody? I didn't. Like one of the main things for some reason had something. With... I don't know. Every time I think of Gary, I think of Gunner. The mutual friend. It's so nice. <laughs> Should have gotten the Rachel. The Rachel is too long, man. Or girl or lady. Progmot. Too Progmot. Long. Um... I probably you probably said that earlier and after I've already said about the shortness, but shorter is getting better and better. Yes. This is pretty short, but in a weird way, I feel like it's the best one yet, like Agreed. most fitting one yet. Agreed. And it's not as much of a deal. That's it's what I've always. Sorry. Go ahead. It's just more of a statement. <laughs> Look at this guy. Wow, with great reception in New York City. Holy cow, great picture, buddy. <laughs> He's checking in live from the bitter end. Where it's still daylight in New York City. Can you see Will and Paul playing there? Could you see that? Oh, no, it looked like just a guy waiting for tickets. But um, still, very impressive. Right on, can you, can you hear us at all? I can hear you slightly. Oh, wow. Okay, great. Well, um, gosh, thanks for checking in, man. How, how are things in New York? Oh, man, um, I've had such a good time already so far. Hung out with Steve Weiner, uh, original OG Letterman writer today. He took me down to, uh, they took me to a place called The Mansion. Um, and we ran into Glenn Borders, who was the uh, supervisor of special effects in Pyro for The Late Show forever. Mm -hmm. He was just happened to be there. Wow, <laughs> and, weird. Uh, yeah. And it was neat because he's now a playwright. And Steve's wife, Lori, is very deep into Broadway stuff. And so they have knew a bunch of people and they've never met each other because from different generations of the show. And we just happened to all meet each other there. It was pretty rad. Cool, man. Awesome. Well, enjoy. Have a great time. Thanks for checking in. I mean, uh, are you going, did you, have you already been in or you're going in now? No. So they um, added an early show. Um, and that's what is just finishing up now. And then afterwards, I'm going in for the okay. night, 9 o'clock show. Ah, I gotcha. Okay, so you're there early for your show. Yes, exactly. Got it. I should have known better. <laughs> He's there to get all the autographs. <laughs> well, you're you're quite funny. the magnet these days, though. So I, I feel like they'll find you. Well, it was funny because Will and I were going back and forth last night, and uh, he said, 
it's imperative, like he gave me a cell phone number and he goes, it's imperative that we meet. I'm going to give you something that is incredibly rare. Cool. Like, All right, that sounds good to me. And Paul was like, yeah, can't wait to see you tomorrow night. So, so I came early just in case, right? Great, buddy. That's awesome. Well, you're, all I know is you're going to have a great time. Already am, and I miss you guys. I wish I could have been here with you guys, but uh, I'm looking forward to catching up with you all and uh, telling you about more stuff going on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we haven't checked in with the auction yet. We're going to check in with the auction in a few minutes. Um, but beyond that, uh, we, I ha we're trying to figure out the logistics of this, but we think. It's announcement, folks. Announcement. You heard it here first. Um, <laughs> hot off the presses. Uh, I think we are going to live stream the auction. Now, we can't do three days from nine to five. I mean, that's ridiculous. But I think what I'm going to try to do is find the hours for the Cheers set, the Tonight Show set, the Late Night set, the biggies, right? And find those hours and jump on and live stream those hours. So if you happen to be around when your organ stand's going up, uh, feel free to jump on with us here in the studio. I'll leave the room open if, if, if you want to. But um, we were talking about it today, and I think I'm going to do that. That sounds fantastic. Uh, I love it, and I will be a part of it if I humanly possibly can. Okay. All right. Well, you have a great time. You know we're here for the next half an hour or so. So if anything comes up with you want to share, just jump in and uh, and we'll we'll you know how I'll cut to you. Absolutely. Love you guys so much. Have a great show, and uh, hopefully we see each other a little more tonight. All right. Sounds good. Enjoy, buddy. <laughs> love. I love New York. Oh man, it's awesome. He is a funny guy. Uh, I heard. I could hear it in the background. So. Uh, what now? Cool. What the shit were we talking about before that, though? Because I don't remember. I don't know. I think it was about you and health and stuff. But did we wrap? Maybe we wrapped that up. I <laughs> put a nice little bow on it. <laughs> we put a bow on it. Okay, shit. Oh, yeah, your haircut. We were talking about your oh, haircut. That is short, yeah. yeah. Yeah, short's good. That's pretty dark, but short's good. Why is that so dark? Make that lighter. That's too light. Too much, too much. <laughs> Who cares about this stuff? Nobody, only me. <laughs> Uh, working in television, in real television at an early age, trained me to look for and tweak all of these things that the old timers knew how to do and make the, and whatever, that nobody gives a f flying frig about anymore quality wise, right? Yeah. But I still have it in me, so I can't go through the motions without checking all the boxes and doing all the different stages. I get that. Yeah, but it's way too much for everybody else. Like, who wants to sit and watch that? It's five years of this shit. <laughs> Learn how to do it already. <laughs> You're here. You know we're always expanding, so it's I can't I can't sit stagnant. Correct. Nor should you, but once it's... I get it down, and, and there aren't too many slip ups, it's like, oh, time to add something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Irene Hoffman, Mike, yeah, right on. Oh, I should, I, these were probably for him. Miss New York City. I eat pizza every day. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, I'd love to know what your favorite place is in New York City because everybody swears by theirs. The late night crew jacket is awesome. Just wish my size. Uh, what size is the late night crew jacket? I guess I could look it up myself. I don't know. I don't, I didn't, I didn't, I never looked. I didn't, I don't know why I didn't look. I'm not in the market for it. <laughs> Kathleen Anchors didn't design the jacket. <laughs> I don't know. 
can't explain why I'm drawn to this shit, but the wardrobe was never part of it. That's the thing, you know, like he's keep the commissar, the commissar, James Commissar, the, the collector of the collection, the auction guy, um, is keeping the Velcro suit. He's keeping the, uh, the Carson hat, um, Karnak hat, and the uh, Letterman Velcro suit. Those are smalls in his mind. Like, they don't take up much room. Right. But that Velcro That's... suit is amazing. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm it's sure there the were more one than one. He jumps under the wall with... Right. Yeah, and it's probably the first one, which is probably why it's collectible. But I have to assume there were a few over the years. Probably. I mean, they did it numerous times in the anniversary show. They did it at Radio City Music Hall. <laughs> Probably. I'm just the audience that thought it was fun. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, size large, okay. What size are you, Marvel fan? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, listen, I'm a, I'm a, I wouldn't say skinny anymore, but I'm a, I'm a slender guy. Um, and I wear an XL, so there was no judgment on that question. And I wouldn't have thought I wore an XL. It's just that David Letterman gave me a late show jacket and he sized me up. And he looked at me and he goes, we're about the same size. And I wore an XL, so this ought to work for you. And he gave it to me and had me put it on. So um, I think a large probably would be too small. But the truth is it probably would be like the right size, right? You know how we kind of wore things big in the 90s? Yes. Like everything was baggy. It might be fitted, more fitted. Yeah, if you look at like shit from the 50s or whatever, or even suits, like properly fitted suits are tight. They're not all fucking right. baggy. <laughs> right. Like Mad Men and whatever. So it may just be a how we're wearing them now. <laughs> nice clothing used to get tailored after it was purchased. And right. that There's has gone out the window. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, why is that? It's expensive to do that, and you can buy cheaper things that are more fitted now, I think. That come fitted, right, because things didn't used to come fitted. Everything just kind of came square. Right. That's true. Uh, I was very lucky when I used to work on TV shows. Like, Everybody Hates Chris, the wardrobe, um, whatever the person who does that part of things. It's not the person who's costuming the people downstairs. This is literally the person who does sizes and patterns and makes things and seamstress, whatever, that, that, the whole room. And she would tailor everything. And that was when, like, buying clothes on the Internet just began. Like, 2005 is probably when Chris started. So I would get things, jeans I would get. In fact, I, uh, I wish I – you guys see me wear my pants shirt sometimes on this show or yeah. one of my old late show uh, shirts. Those are f- fitted because they were tailored. <laughs> Those <laughs> – the pants shirt is the only late – night uh, show shirt that really actually fits me the other ones kind of are kind of that square tank oh my heavyweight sort of mm-hmm. look that we always talk about jerseys you know that kind of thing yep and but not my pants one that one's cut down the sides because it's really funny i've noticed that but didn't know why yeah that one actually How fits funny. yeah i wish i still knew her man her name was linda and she was the best linda berman i think was her name and she was the best what a nice lady but it was, it was everything. Everything that would come in, she she would like to it, and she was just so sweet. Sorry, right, memory lane. Not not your problem. Uh, I might mention my back hurts. Oh, it's affecting my brain. Oh, my arm it all hurts. Um, hello, hello, David Keynes. Hello to you. Miss you, David Keynes. Uh, we're overdue for Malibu. If we're still here on Sunday, come up to Malibu. Let's do it. Double uh, XL. Okay. Yeah. Well, again, there's no judgment because you just heard my story. 
Oh, I talked to my fairy godmother yesterday. I talked to her about you again. Oh, you know what? You're hilarious, Irene, because I always forget that connection you have. I mean, I literally always forget it. And I still, to this day, don't think I even know who you mean. I just remember at one point, Mike told me you knew somebody high up in the pants world that she's friends with. I can't remember who it was, but whatever. That's who she's talking about. Oh. So I'll just say thank you. Thank you. Anytime we're uh, being talked about in the pants world is great. Truth is, I've been uh, talking to Walter a lot of late as well because of the uh, the auction stuff. So, yeah, no, got it. Um, we love you, Irene. You're such a great supporter of ours in so many ways. I mean, you're here all the time and you sponsor us. It's just, it's really, really great. We love you and Rupert so very, very much. It's like you say it to us all the time in messages and everything. Just know that it's reciprocated yeah it's reciprocated it's not like <laughs> just t- tv one-sided hey how's it going <laughs> <laughs> think of it more like romper room like i see irene and i see rupert and i <laughs> this is a visual medium i don't even know why it's on the podcast platforms really when you think about it there is there's True. almost nothing in here oh except that i never shut the fuck up that's for the podcasters <laughs> Like, I learned that broadcasting, just fill the air thing, and then I never learned broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was like, we know, yeah. <laughs> Self-realization is good. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Ferrara is uh, touring all over the place. He is out of town this week on the East Coast, I believe, in Massachusetts. Maybe look him up. Uh, he's coming back here though to the west coast next weekend uh san jose i believe but again adamferrara.com for tickets uh dual shift dual shift excuse me dual shift is your uh source for gvbc uh merch um i will remind you that a couple bucks from each gvbc type purchase whether it's a shirt or a sticker pack or a gvbc hat uh purchased from dual shift Go get yourself a little pin there because there it is. Um, a couple bucks from each purchase goes to the Autoimmunity Foundation. So over time, it adds up, and we appreciate it. Um, plus, good vibes are good vibes. And we like to support our friend David, who uh, whose company is Dual Shift. Dual Shift is his company. <laughs> Did I say that right? Yeah. <laughs> Broadcast DJ coming your way. Uh, coming up next on the Don Giller Fun Time Happy Hour. <laughs> See if he's here. I don't want to get him out of his. I'm assuming he's probably going down to the bitter end to hang out with. Uh, love you too, Irene. To hang out with uh, Paul and the band. Oh, we should. You want to play? How's the weather? It's way more fun to me to play. How's the weather when Mike's not here? No offense. No offense to Mike. Now that he's occupied in New York, we know where he is. <laughs> it's a lot more fun. To me. We got to figure out a way for him to play some dialing music or something and get a little more involved in that way. Because otherwise, he wants to host a lot, you know? And you, we, you got, yeah. we have one host here. We could change the format and have it be a co hosty type of show, but that's really more your job. Kind of how one of Look at my hat, everybody. <laughs> Podcast <laughs> listeners, look at my hat. You're, I'm miming my hat. Look at this. Uh, your only source for officially licensed Late Show with David Letterman merchandise is indeed the Hello Deli. Hello Deli, you remember from uh, Rupert. Remember Rupert? Hi, Dave. Uh, Rupert 
was the guy who owned the Hello Deli, and they put the hat on. Like, shit, I'm going to do it right now. Look at this. Here I go. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. When I had those stupid glasses from the, from the stupid fucking – remember the glasses with the cameras? I do. We could have totally done this. Uh, I totally hi, remember this. Anyway, remember you would send him in and go talk to people and cause trouble. Um, your only source for her late show merchandise is the Hello Deli. Jump online. Go to hello-deli.com. Buy yourself some stuff, some swag. Uh, limited edition. Not going to be around much longer. Uh, say hello to Rupert. Say hi for Nicole as well. Because I cannot. Sometimes. You're getting better. That joke's getting old. Because you're getting better. Byron Bowers, Spiritual N-Word on Hulu. And he is playing all around L.A. and everywhere. Not wrapping it up. Just dropping the, uh, getting the business out of the way. I feel like there's more. I feel like there's more. Uh, let's just jump to the road trip real quick before the auction. And then we'll get to the auction. I'll get the computer over here and stuff. Uh, road trip news. Okay, so we settled on a cat. And we found out why people weren't getting us, getting back to us about sponsorship. <laughs> um as usually in life, this is a very good lesson. It has almost always has nothing to do with you. Um, no matter what we make up in our heads, I'm like, Oh, what do we do? Why would they not want to, you know, it was so easy last time, that kind of thing. Um, the person at Magnaflow who everyone was trying to hook us up with had a heart attack and <laughs> is alive, but has been recovering from a heart attack, uh, not in the office to receive these requests. Um, and he got back to Sean Lee because he was like texting him personally, like at, 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 on his cell phone at home, and uh, and got the scoop. So thank you so much to so and so at MagnaFlow for uh, you know <laughs> even whatever. Just period. Thank you. Uh, the good news is uh, while discussing uh, sorry about the weight kind of news from FabSpeed, they said, hey. I am approved. I, we're, sponsorships are tight. We're working on that, but uh, but I, I can approve thirty percent discount. So we decided collectively, Marco really, but then we said yes, sir, whatever you say, uh, to go with the Fab Speed. So we ordered a Fab Speed uh, cat X pipe thing, and um, hopefully it'll be here anytime now. And then they'll put it on, and then we'll be on the road. So cool. the long and short of it is, uh, we're still figuring out the logistics, but this will be the last show before we are on the road. Um, next week at some wow. point but cool right tired of waiting yeah yeah i just i'm tired of having answers and i think this will help yeah yeah uh also with the road trip yeah i don't want to get too soon to say anything but uh somebody might be coming on board with us for the road trip as well um, which might make the whole thing a little bit more fun and carefree for us from a sponsorship standpoint. Um, and stay, stay tuned. Good grief. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> more to come. I also like when Mike's not here because I can talk about him. <laughs> more to come is something I used to say all the time because it was a Johnny thing, but now he says it all the time on everything. Weird. Like, I know there's always more to come. I mean, technically, of course, anybody can say that, but like, it nobody was, used to say it, and then I was saying it. Yeah, it was <laughs> something you said a lot for a while. No, and then I felt like I had to stop using it. Uh, <laughs> man. This would be a fun one for Mike to come back to. Sorry, buddy. Because you know he'll watch it. You know he'll come back and watch it. We love you. We love you, Canada. Kelowna, you're on the air. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Gunner Mensch, I love my Fab Speed exhaust on Miss Piggy. Oh, that's what you have on the uh, on uh, 944 Turbo. Interesting. They make great products. They do make great products, and I think, quite frankly, that's what's on the. Uh... By the way, we still have Gens Cayman. <laughs> if we were staying here, if we weren't leaving soon, I, we, I would switch it out for the cream, the beige uh, 911, which is available now. It's hilarious. Exercising his cars while he's out of town. But meanwhile, this Cayman is great, uh, and it's got that Fab Speed exhaust on it. And um, I mean, the whole thing, I think, because it smells like a race car. It's registered in Montana, so it can. Um, I have grown used to it. At first, it was like really snarly and barky to me, but uh, I have grown used to it. And I think ours will be somewhere between where Yellow Car was with a little touch of this because because we are we are changing some stuff. It's not a stock part. Right. Which should be pretty cool, I think. I don't think it'll be super loud or anything. I'm stoked. You are? Yeah. Just to have it back. All of it. Thanks for being so supportive. And thank you for your support. I mean. Bartles I... and James. No? Oh. The liquor. Yeah. Well, kind of. <laughs> I mean, it was a wine cooler, right? It was like a malt. Oh, yeah. No, maybe those were real wine. Zemo was malt liquor, right? Or malt something. I think. Malt yeah. beverage. <laughs> Which just means what? Fermented something? Clear beer? I th- think so. Zima was the first thing I drank, and I still to this day, I never overdrank on it, I guess, or something. I don't know. I, you know, like Southern Comfort or Jägermeister, people have too much and then they swear it off. I don't drink anymore. I would still love to have a Zima right now to know what it tastes like. I remember that they were shit. I know it was sweet water shit. I know, right? But I'm just curious. Was it a little tart? I remember it being a little bit tart. I don't remember it at all. You don't? No. Oh, man. Also, Black House. Does anybody remember Black House? Black H A U S. It nope. was a blackberry liqueur that Kaz used to keep in the freezer, and we would do <laughs> shots of at parties. Ew. Oh, it was delicious. Ugh. I mean, awful. Shots of delicious. that sounds is horribly sweet. So sweet, but like but because syrupy. it's a, <laughs> yes, except it was in the freezer, so you don't taste that. It's just rotting your teeth and gut. <laughs> Great. You know when you know when it's frozen, it's all kind of thick. And it's just, yeah. And you don't have the taste? It's just cold? Gross. Yeah, totally gross. <laughs> don't drink, kids. Actually, that's not true. Do whatever you want. Shots are stupid, though. Hi, Larry. Long-time listener. First-time caller. Hi, Pragmat. <laughs> <laughs> are we going cat delete? Uh, no, 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 Dom. No, I won't do that. I'm not interested in that. We don't, we don't want the attention. And we don't, you know, it's like we drive that. Ugh, we love that car so much. No, just no. Not Cat Delete. Should we Cat Delete? Should we? I don't know. I mean, if we were just going to Cat Delete, couldn't we have saved ourselves all of this time and just gutted the ones we had? Don't people do that? Right? We could have just hollowed out the ones that were there, thrown them back on the car, and just vroom, down the road motors, and it would have been loud as fuck, but whatever. Sounds like that is it. I know, race car though, right? <laughs> Straight pipe, yeah. It wouldn't be that bad because the side mufflers are still there. It really is more of the environmental one, but it does suck up a lot of sound. I would hate it. You would hate it. Oh, good news. Good news. Can't do it because the wife. The wife <laughs> won't like it. 
There's benefits. <sighs> All right. So, oh, and there's an East Coast feed. Here, roll it, Al. Mr. and Mrs. Ryan and Canada Mike. East Coast feed coming to you from the sauna. Uh, it's up in Vermont. <laughs> it's the new one. And uh, actually, it's a good spot after work. Shut your brain off. I did a little meditation here. Maybe read a comic to just shut everything down and and shut the day off. So it's kind of nice. I just want to share a little East Coast feed in a different spot. Love you guys. Well, I hope to God that was the day after his his BMW. <laughs> he needed oh, it. Oh man, he, he definitely did. I thought about that a little more afterwards last uh, Tuesday on the show. Um, one of his techs had lifted up a BMW in the shop at, 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 at Richfield BMW, but only from one side, and I guess the driver's door was open, so it did a little of this action. It doesn't seem like it would be a big deal if it only damages the door, but if it affects the hinges in any way, I think that's all considered frame damage, which means frame. that car is fucking total, probably. Yeah. The frame is everything. So, But my point is, like, it looked like a brand new whatever the heck. They brought it in for, a, I'm making this up, but an oil change or whatever, right? Make it up. Uh, tire rotation, something, and uh, sorry, your car's total. Oh, what? Did a tech hit a tree on a test drive? No, no, <laughs> right here, right that's, here in the shop. <laughs> that's a weird one. And then you go sure. look at it, and you go, it looks fine, except kind of one thing. But that one thing probably is enough. That I sucks. I remember uh, I had uh, back when I was leasing BMWs left and right when I was in the in the entertainment business, and that's what you did. Had my little junior agent car. Um, <laughs> I remember the uh, the first one I had, whatever it was, it was a 2002 330 IS or CI, or I think it was called a CI back then, even though it wasn't a convertible. They were coupes. It was a silly designation, but whatever. 2002, two-door, 330. Uh, when I traded it in in 2005, that's the only lease I ever kept all the way through. When I traded it in in 2005 for the ZHP, uh, same version of the car, but the duded up one, the ZHP version, they couldn't resell my lease. They couldn't take it in to put on their front line because either I had hit a pothole or a speed bump too hard or something. Whatever the fuck it was, it had popped up a little divot in the strut tower. And that was enough where they were like, well, we can't resell this car. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, my I didn't get gosh. docked for it because I was like 15,000 under on the mileage and the car was in perfect condition and blah, 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 blah. But they couldn't put it on their front line. They were salivating to get this car. They gave me such a great deal on the old, the new car because they were happy to have this low mileage fucking killer car on their front line, and it wouldn't pass inspection for the PDI program. That's crazy. Uh, CPO program, certified pre That would have been the move because it still passes visual. Oh, excuse me, sir. Never considered that. Still passes visual. Could we just throw like some cotton balls in there or something so it's not so loud for her <laughs> like whatever batting is in the uh the side uh, the side mufflers the side cans can't confirm how i know that <laughs> <laughs> awesome uh also i just say dom i believe is having uh yeah i love that car i love that car and i should have kept that car that's one of the one of the many bmws i should have kept but um, I met a girl, not this one, um, and not the last one, one before that. I met a girl, and she had a dog, and we were talking family and all that crazy shit. And it just looked like, oh, you're good. Oh. And I was very, very meticulous at that point. I was 
I mentioned being at the studio and having the lease and everything. I also had the Friday car wash program and the whole thing. Like you're on the monthly deal and the guy comes to your desk and gets the keys and takes it. That whole thing. So I was Mr. Like, you're not going to put your fucking poodle in that goddamn BMW. Are you crazy? So I, so I leased a different, um, the FX had just come out. The FX 35, whatever the, remember the, remember when the first infinity, it was really cool and spaceshipy when it first came out. And so at least one of those and, um, and got rid of the uh, the ZHP, but I should have kept that car. It was one of those like you're trying to square peg round hole into this other life that is not even for you, but you're like, no, it's right here. I can see it. I'll just do that. Yeah, <laughs> I've had a few of those. <laughs> I think if you live life following your heart, I think you run into a few of those. I don't even mean relationships. I just mean like you follow things, and sometimes they don't work out. Is what it is. That's but, true. But you're getting those life experiences that some other people are afraid to get. That's very true. Listen to me justify my own choices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, iPhones. Anybody have an iPhone uh, 11 or newer? We would love to uh, use it for a bit if, uh, if you've got one. Uh, for the show, we use iPhones for our cameras in here. And uh, our system is constantly updated, just like all iOS things. And after a certain amount of time, you can't use the old devices and they bogs down the system and stuff. So uh, we're looking for two. 11 uh, Pro or newer. Or maybe any Pro model, I think. Any Pro model. Or 11 or newer. Or 11 Pro or newer. If you know what any of those words mean <laughs> and can decipher this <laughs> and you've got a spare in the drawer, send it in, please. Uh, and then the cool thing is we put your name on it, and then and then and then you're the camera guy. So right now I'm talking to Hank on camera two, for right now, but not for much longer. I'm talking to Will on camera one. Hello, Will, who is also in New York City right now, by the way, with your my hair person. Absolutely, your stylist there. I love her. Did we just thank Andrea, Andrea, technically, I believe, <laughs> right? That's what she goes by. I know I'm bad with that. I'm always, I'm always, yeah. I should get better. Working on. I saw a meme today that I reposted, and I don't, I mean, I, I guess I do that a lot, but like, this was sort of outside my comfort zone, but it felt very poignant today, and it said something about nor, start to normalize, uh, I'm willing to work on that instead of saying, that's just how I am. That's a great message. There's a lot of people I know in my life who go, that's just how I am, you know, kind of the take it or leave it thing. I think I have an element of it. We probably all do. But to lead with that is maybe a mistake. Yes. I'm willing to work on that is like enlightening. That's uh, evolving. Willing to get better. Yes. It shows growth. (laughs) Nope. I am how I am. And that's all that I am. (laughs) I used to hear that a lot when I was working in personal life. That make what you said makes sense. What part? Growing beyond that being the final Mm. answer. It seems so normal to us because we live that way and we have for a long time now. But I think back to a time when we didn't. And then I think back, oh, yeah, everybody's that way. I mean, not everybody, but like the majority of people walking around are that way. And I forget that on a daily basis. We're all at different stages. You know, you you ever look at the whole world through your own filter. You forget that everybody's got their own. And that's another thing. It goes back to the same saying. It does. 
So road trip, road trip got that. Uh, auction updates. Uh, <laughs> who's making the I'm with Pee Wee shirts? Uh, Pee Wee Herman got involved in this auction because uh, he is suing. Here, let me let me bring the computer over. I don't want to be the one to say this. I'd rather just show you the headline. <laughs> well, because again, I'm saying that I'm still for this auction. I just it's the Letterman stuff, the Late Show stuff that I and the Late Night stuff rather that I uh, take issue with. And I've stated my reasons many times. I don't want to get into them again. Unless you want me to. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Let me bring this in. What would it be? Oh, man, this is all over the place now. Is it there? It's there. There we go. Okay, we're in business. All right, I'll just put it here. Yeah, podcast listeners... Pee Wee Herman star Paul Rubin sues memorabilia auctioneers. Ha ha! That's my stuff! Should have been in quotes, I think, if you're going to do the ha hey. Because I did ha hey a few times when I was reading it to myself before I realized they were trying to do ha ha! A play on that. Anyway, uh, I'm not going to get into the who and what of it all because it's not my place. But the stuff that is public record here posted everywhere is that, uh, you know, Pee Wee's claiming that... Uh, he loaned this stuff to, uh, and, and there's, this is Pee Wee's Playhouse. I mean, this is the actual, these are the actual things, the actual prop, the window and the chair and all that shit. Um, the Pee Wee is claiming that he loaned this stuff to someone, James Commissar, with the intention of, um, again, this is all in the article, uh, which is posted everywhere. I just chose the TMZ one to show you. <clears throat> claiming that he loaned these pieces to James Commissar with the intention of them going to a museum. And his feeling is if they're not going to a museum, then you give them back to me. And what's happening now is, of course, this auction, which I keep saying I'm in support of because these things have been locked away for so long and now they'll be out and seen again. Um, Paul Rubens, Pee-wee here, has an interesting point, um, but that I don't want to... uh, editorialize on it's just it is an interesting point were the intentions clear um i don't know there's quotes from james commissar in here as well who says you know that he has a different understanding of things so obviously this is for them to figure out but it is extremely interesting seeing something like this when i'm talking about what i'm talking about with the late night stuff (laughs) it's similar i don't know I don't know. I I hate when things get muddy and I hate when I just, I'm like my grandmother. I just want everyone to get along and I want everything to work out and, you know, I want everyone to be happy. Uh, 675 on the doors. It's solid. I mean, these are, I want them too. I want them very much so. I wonder who the hell else is bidding on them. Very, very interesting. I wonder, what, what do you guys think when it comes to the uh, the auction stuff? I'm willing to work on that brilliant show's growth, just as Nicole says. Yes, Irene, I love it. Irene, what do you think of this old late night stuff? Like someone like Mike bidding on it makes sense because like he's going to get this and like we did here with the with the late show stuff, he's going to put this back into service. He's going to start you know doing his little show from it. And to me, I think that's very cool. Why not? Why not? 
There's a purpose for it. That's a great word. To just have it feels wrong, but to use it feels right. Well, wasn't that ultimately what we decided when it came to this stuff? Yes. Like, well, we, we, in fact, does anyone remember the original story here? Because I'll just refresh everyone's memory. When we, when this stuff stumbled into our lap, which it did, we didn't intend to keep it. We intended to use it to have a, we were going to do a thing in New York with David Letterman. Remember, we, the intention was to do, I'm, this is, I'm going deep, deep cut here, folks, from like seven years ago, right when the late show went off the air. And, uh, and it was like my 20th high school graduation or something like that. Whatever it was, all the anniversaries lined up. And we were going to do this event where we invited David Letterman to come to whatever the heck it was. At the, I think we were going to do it at, the, at my high school, right? Yeah, that what we I thought? think so, yeah. And so the whole point was we were trying to tell David Letterman the microphone story. We hadn't told anybody yet, right? So we figured go big or go home. And somehow we found out that this stuff was available. So we reached out to the museum to say, hey, you know, we're planning on doing this thing. Can we rent it? Can we get a hold of it somehow? Whatever. One thing led to another. That shit never ended up happening, right? But cut to a year later, the museum reached out to us and was like, hey, do you still want this stuff? Because, like, we need to get rid of it. Nicole and I, back to why I'm talking about this. Nicole and I decided, well, we can get it and we'll use it for our story and the documentary we thought we were making at the time and whatever the heck. And then where does it go? We need to find a home for it. I reached out to James Commissar at that time, coldly, blindly, Facebook or something like that, because I figured he's going to have a museum one day. He's got the Tonight Show set, the other Letterman set. Like I thought, oh, we'll just give it to him. <laughs> oh, it's going to be, you know what I mean? That He'll be a preserver of Magical. all this stuff. Yes. And he already had the other stuff. And I thought to myself, ooh, if we're going to give this stuff to him, he'll probably loan us the skyline for the whole. Remember we were going to do the whole for this event thing? It's hilarious to me that he either never remembered that or didn't put the pieces together. Or I think what happened was he didn't give me the time of day. He either wasn't responding or he was being cagey or some, something. And whatever, we just didn't end up going that route. And then we ended up starting the show and the rest is history. But having a purpose for it. Right. Mm. Sorry, five minutes of yeah, let me just the water. Stop drinking the coffee. Um, okay, so uh, the desk and skyline, eighty thousand dollars still reserved, not met. It makes me happy and nervous at the same time. Me too. Live auction in fourteen hours and fifty minutes. Where is uh, it going live publicly? Say that again. Where can you? Where is it going live publicly? Oh, live publicly? Oh, well, uh, I mean, I think you could watch it here online. Okay. Or you can be there in Dallas where they're doing it. I just wanted to know where I could watch it. Great. Well, if you were here earlier, you could watch us watch it on YouTube. You could watch this show if you want, and I'll have it up live, and we'll be talking about it. <laughs> I'm deaf. I just was curious if I wanted to check in later. HA.com. Thanks. HA.com. Oh, also, yeah, here, look. And then since we're dot-coming, please, please donate now to the Autoimmunity Foundation. Oh, dot-orging, dot-orging. Excuse me. We're dot-orging. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, we, Nicole and I have been talking behind the scenes, um, in depth the last couple of days, but over time for a while now. And, um, we've called you all here together because your parents are splitting <laughs> up. No, um, we, we, we have, um, been coming up with some grander ideas for the, uh, the autoimmunity foundation and what it will be in the future. And it's still blurry. It's not fully focused. Um, but it's going to be big, big, bigger. Like when we push the button, our first year goals are like a million bucks. Cause we, we have like purposes for that million dollars, that kind of thing. Like we, the people we want to help and places we want to put that money and things like that. Um, so stay tuned. And, um, I know it's a weird time with money for everybody right now, but, um, by all means, if you can, please support the autoimmunity foundation. It's right there on your screen. www autoimmunityfoundation.org for the listeners and um, more to come on that more to come hashtag more to come 80 grand at the end of the day it's still too much is the problem because it shouldn't have a value I'm not saying that, that this stuff isn't worth that I know what you mean I'm saying it's technically probably worth more than that i'm saying it should all be a full okay he's keeping some of the buildings he's not including all the buildings that he has in this he's keeping some for himself which is weird to weird. me i'm sorry it's weird to weird. me um it's very transparent and if this gets weird i'll tell everybody about it i mean it's weird um i'm hoping i'm really really hoping that they just didn't make the picture um in time we'll find out how this all works out but um it's weird. It's weird. But maybe he's doing that on purpose. You know what I mean? Like, you never know what someone's motivations are. Yeah. I still believe that he ends up giving this shit to us for some reason. A tax write-off or whatever the heck, you know? Yeah. It doesn't sell here. Publicity, maybe good PR after all this other crap, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it still ends up back home with, with Worldwide Pants and, and us. Rightful placement. Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I hate to say that. Cause sounds, it sounds like it to me. And she said it, so there you go. Hey, man. Hey. I'm used to taking heat. That was my job as a publicist. Oh, yeah, that's true, wasn't it? You would you would take the bullet so the client could find, ride another day. I was on the front lines to keep whatever they were doing ongoing. Right, just keep the perpetual motion machine in, in process. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa! <laughs> Everybody, hold on to the... <laughs> holy moly. Oh, also, look at that. I just realized the clock, the watch is gone. This little circle here, I know, here's me, here's me, because I know how every bit of these were all made. This here should have a little uh, watch in it, a little clock. Must have fallen out over the years or something. And then I don't know why these, I just noticed like he spent all the money to have these LED rewired, but none of the exterior lights are on. All these little, if you can see the cursor here, it's really small, but boom, 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 boom. There's all these little exterior lights on these, some of these that should be uh, lit up and like blinking. On top of this red one was the one that, uh, there were three here. Oh gosh darn it. What? It's. <laughs> <laughs> I need to bring uh, my mouse over. 
And if I had a in the future, I'll bring a mouse, and this will all be easier. Here we go. This red building has three on the top, or should. Looks like maybe it's only got one left. This is the one that would always blink. The center one would stay on, and then the left and the right would alternate back and forth. And it was kind of over Dave's shoulders, so we all saw it a lot. Not that you remembered it. It just it was there in the frame all the time, blinking back and forth, back and forth, Got back it. and forth. It's a setting. It feels like you'd miss it visually if it wasn't there. Yeah, absolutely. And again, this you know in the in the description it describes all this as a elevated train thing. It's not. It's the West Side Highway. There there used to be a motorized. Uh, I don't know, some kind of mechanism in there with a conveyor belt that would, uh, or like a little chain drive that would, that would um, bring the cars back and forth. You could uh, push a button at the desk. Like there's still this switch here. You can't see it, but there's still this switch here that controlled the elevated, tra the actual elevated train in the CBS um, window. So there was the same kind of apparatus for all of this stuff um, at the NBC show. And um, you could flip a switch and the cars would drive back and forth. It's pretty cool. I mean, there's a lot here, but it's not complete. And the weird thing is, and this is where it gets weird, if you were to turn these around, they should be all labeled in the back with numbers on them. Again, because they fit together as a puzzle, as like a, as a, um, sorry, you can't see what I'm looking at. <laughs> uh, they fit together as a, uh, as a forced perspective piece of art. They're not, they're just all thrown, I'll be very honest with you, I think they're, set up how they are to make it look like there's more than there is. Interesting. To accommodate the, uh, the missings. Because um, nothing is, you know, right. I know I say that every time, but it just, it bothers me. I love seeing all these pieces, but the kid in me is like, but you're not using it right. Can't we just snap it together together once, you know, just to kind of get it so we can really assess the whole thing? As a really far away viewer, I agree. The whole thing is different. So interesting. Uh, let's check on the other stuff. All right, so 310 for, uh, for the organ stand. That's where we are on that. We're at 675, or excuse me, 843 with the uh, doors, with the buyer's premium. The sign is currently 2400 bucks. Now, I know one person at least who is bidding on the sign and if they want to win it, they will. I assure you. <laughs> I mean, I fucking assure you. Um, same thing with the cheers bar. Um, different people. And the set is 80,000 reserved, not met. Not set, but the desk and the uh, window. Some of the window. Some of the window. It's weird how many pieces are missing. Like, this could be, this could have been the pinnacle piece of the collection if we assembled it together more. If yeah, agreed, I'm telling you, maybe he's doing it to help us out. I don't know it. I don't imagine that being his motivations ever. But there's a there's there's a lot of weird devalue stuff to this, which doesn't need to be. Like, they could have really helped themselves here. Agreed. It's it could be really showy. And it's just a thing. I know I'm not saying it right, but thanks for trying to dig me out of the hole. I really appreciate it. You clearly know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying what I see. I appreciate it. Uber Yo-Yo, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for buying a badge, man. 
Dan. Dan man. Uh, okay, so what did I say? Let's go to, uh, let's check on the Carson stuff, shall we? Oh, and the jacket. Somebody was talking about the jacket. See, now 550 bucks is a lot of money for this jacket when you can find them on eBay for less. That's weird. Is there anything significant about this one? Why is this one? It doesn't say where it came from or anything like that. So it's just a late show jacket. These are already cheaper on eBay. I don't know why someone's buying this one. $718 with the buyer premium. No. What? Are you crazy? I mean, have at it. Good luck, but that doesn't seem right to me. That's crazy. All right. Tonight's show. We'll check on the Jay Leno desk as well. All right. The uh, Doc Severance Symposium, 800 bucks, 1000 with the premium. That'll sell. These chairs. Man, I like the chairs. The chairs, the four is $330, which becomes how much? That translates to $412, but man, somebody buy us those chairs. We need those for the studio. That would be so cool. They won't fit here. <laughs> we can't fit another goddamn thing in the studio. Uh, Jay Leno's test, $10,000. I hate to say that I don't think that'll sell. You'd have to lower that down to like 1500 for somebody to, it's not recognizable as jay leno's desk no it's not i remember saying this the other day for anybody who doesn't know or didn't listen to me blather about it the other day this was uh queer eye for the straight guy took over the letter the leno set like they they redid it whenever that show was popular and they sort of did like a modern interpretation of johnny carson's desk and chairs so that's why it looks so similar to the carson desk just more modern but like it was not used very long jay leno used to change that set all the time or Debbie Vickers, whoever used to do it. Uh, okay, here we go. Still $100,000, but it does have a current. Oh, no. Wait. No, it doesn't. That, how am I reading that? Current bid is $100,000. Next bid is one hundred five. So, yes, it does have one bid of $100,000. That's good. I'm sorry. I had a moment there where I was like, wait, maybe there's no bid. I don't understand. But again, this is incomplete too, but maybe it's only incomplete in the photos because there are pieces that are missing from the Tonight Show set that I know Commissar has, like we talked about the door over here and the pillars and the other table. And uh, like maybe they're included, they just didn't make the photos, you know what I mean? So then it makes me think, oh, maybe the buildings are included in the late night thing, they just didn't make the photos. Maybe. That would be odd, but maybe. <laughs> Thank you. I, I agree. That would be odd. This is where my old life bleeds into my current one. Like, I look at everything as if it's for someone I worked for, someone famous, and I can't, couldn't have anything detracting from what they wanted. Mm -hmm. So I had to have that mental picture in my head for everything all the time to make sure it was taken care of. Carissa, well, thanks for the badge and for our little car. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. Cheers bar. Whoops. $210,000 currently. That's $262,000 over a quarter million with the buyer's premium for the cheers bar. 
Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> yeah. And we're a day away on that. It's so interesting. I loved uh, that show. Oh, this is interesting. So does this tell us how far away things are? This The Cheers bar is one day away. And the other thing was 14 hours. So maybe... All right, let's see what The Tonight Show was. Because I, I might have... I might not have to do much research. All the timing may be here for when things will go up, at least for their intended. Yeah, 14 hours and 35 minutes on this one. So maybe the Tonight Show and Late Night uh, lots are paired, or, you know, all together, which would kind of make sense. Great. That is one thing, man. When you are bidding on more than one thing in an auction and they're spread out with a lot of time in between, it sucks. We did do that with the Back to the Future auction when we were getting parts back from the, just like this, from the, when we were, God damn it, maybe this is why it irritates the shit out of me. Because when we were tasked with the, uh, restoring the Back to the Future time machine, we Bob Gale put out a call out to all of the fans of like any parts that have gone missing over the years, whatever, you know, get those back. And, uh, and some people were amazing. And, you know, some people worked at Universal and they just took shit over the years. Some people just kind of kept things safe. Um, things that would have gotten stolen by people that wouldn't have brought them back, you know. Kind of, I hate to make the parallel, but kind of like that, even though I didn't. Simil- very similar. <clears throat> anyway, some people didn't and wouldn't give things back. And we ended up having to go to a, one of these type auctions. It was here in Beverly Hills, though, at the Paley Center. And, um, you know, that little theater they have in the Paley Center, they Mm -hmm. did it there. And, uh, shit, I was with you already. We were doing the restoration. You were part of this. And, um, and we had to buy parts back. We got a budget from Universal Studios, literally from Universal Studios, of how much we could spend to buy these stupid little parts that you would never even know they were worthless to anybody else. But like, oh, it's the right little doohickey or the right little thing or whatever. We were buying them back in this auction. And it was so annoying to me. And one was early, and we had to wait like 30 lots for another one or whatever. But maybe that's why this all irritates me. If there's no use for it ever again, totally. But if there is, why wouldn't it come back home? Agreed. Maybe that's what it is. All right, there's a lot of comments I'm missing here. Let's go back here. All right. Hit in the comments. Museum for Playhouse. Do you think someone might be bidding on them for you? No, that would be amazing. Dom, <laughs> Dom, my guy. <laughs> wow. I mean, gosh, no, it didn't occur to me. I don't like the idea of, um, you know, these things getting a, a value. But when you think about it in that regard, if somebody has the money and they were doing it in that nice way for, I mean, God damn, it's hard to be like, it's hard to say anything else, but thank you. Like, right. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one, Dom. You're you're right, man, because we all have a lot of friends that could do that sort of thing. And we've joked about that before, about like, oh, somebody could buy it and donate it to the foundation. I never really believed that would happen, but it could. I'm with you. Yeah, it's all possible. I just hate it then having a value. Then it's like, oh, then it's an asset for the foundation instead of equipment that we use. Right. It's expendable in a weird way. Pieces need to go to those who will cherish, respect it, share with others to see it. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, also, I mean, we have got some really grand ideas for things c- coming up. 
you know how we used to talk about our plans a lot and then we clammed up? <laughs> when we clammed up is when shit started to happen. So everyone will hear some pretty good shit soon. Sorry for saying shit so much. Shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there, oh yeah, all in the family. That's what we're missing. That's a big one. Those were the days. And you knew that you would Guys, we're going man, woman. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I can't do two things at once. If you want me to sing the All in the Family theme song, I can't type it. <laughs> oh, my God. They reminded me of my grandparents, and they probably reminded everybody of their grandparents. Uh, reserve amount is 100000 There are no bids for the uh, All in the Family set. Interesting. It is a very large undertaking. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, you have to have a warehouse to set up a house in. Yeah. You can't just go in a spare room. <laughs> no, you can't do what we did here with it. Oh, we'll just take the furniture and kind of fake the rest of the shit. No, no, no. That looks really big and involved. Over Archie's, I've just zoomed in on this picture, all the way over his shoulder here, you can see the black telephone that we have in the other room because we, oh. we have it, not James Commissar. Right. And the weird thing is they make a point of showing the fucking table and they didn't, I mean, you know how hard it is to find a black phone? Not hard. <laughs> not hard. And that's not what they showed. It's just weird. Weird things like that. <sighs> All the smalls have bids. When you look at the, you know, oh, the buffet from whatever the heck, the bunker from the group, the this, the that, right. the whatever. Oh, so wait, the bunker house is one thing, but all the set dressing is another? Ugh. Wait a second. No, 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 that can't be. Now, the kitchen dinette is not part of the house, so that's a separate thing. But this is the living room. Oh, my God. It's all separated out. So Ugh. if you wanted it, you'd have to buy 100000 for the set. It's ten grand for the table in fucking China. Oh, my God. It's so so weird. then here we go. Here, oh, my God. So this is ridiculous. I, didn't, I don't know why I didn't see it this way before. So the chairs are a hundred grand. What the fuck? <laughs> now these have a bid because when I was a kid, these were in the Smithsonian, and I think Irene said the same thing. Hi, Skip Ploss. I was thinking about you the other day. Great to see you, man. Friend in Maryland has Captain Kirk's chair from the from the helm on Star Trek series. Cool. If you got the twelve thirty thirty set, what what would you do with what you have now? Uh, Pragmat, there is an answer for that. I'm not gonna say it now um i'm not going to say it right now but there is an answer for that and it would be a good one and actually there are multiple answers for that because i think mike wants it as well but if he gets his paul schaefer thing then it's a whole different thing and it's not and then um there's a very good place for this to go like it would stay in the archive it's it would whatever it, stay tuned stay tuned and by the way i we need the 1230 desk because this 1130 desk is too big. The 1130 desk, while it looks exactly the same, 
it's two inches bigger. I know, it doesn't mean that it's two <laughs> inches bigger this way, it's one inch bigger this way. We're in a tiny room and we could really use those three inches. <laughs> right, honey? No. Um, sorry. Um, yeah, so we need it. Send it here. Well, it's, there's a funny thing to it. I mean, it, we ha- it, it, those are the chairs from 1230. This is the mic from 1230. What, you guys might not know that or not. The mic, I know you know, the chairs. So, like, we've already got a lot of it. You wish the rest. I had no idea that the bunker shit was all separated. I thought what you're looking at was it. I guess I didn't, I wasn't involved. It's not like each thing is tagged separately, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> in the photo. It's weird. It is weird. So wait, is that then let's let's look for the phone table and see what it says about that. Or is that included? Like I can't figure out what the maybe only some things? It seems like we're we're on to the ho- the Hoxtable living room. Oh man, $8,000 not met. <laughs> not met. <laughs> Reserve not met. I feel like that might not happen right now. Ugh. Isn't it all just weird to look at? It's weird me looking at it. I can't watch that show anymore. I can't either. Remember the commercials when we were kids? I mean, like, the Jello Pudding Pop. <laughs> I can't see anything like that. Everything was him now. sneaking up on kids, you know? Yep. With the big eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. I got a secret. You don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh my God. I grew up with picture pages, picture pages, lots of fun with picture pages. It was Bill Cosby was the host of picture. Remember the pens made sounds when they yes. would draw on the wall? Oh, I man. forgot that was him. That was either part of the electric company or uh, maybe it was the electric company. I'm surprised Worldwide Pants doesn't want the late night set, but I'm still livid they let CBS throw the late show set away. Well, see, so, okay, stay tuned. How about just stay tuned straight across the board? Still livid they let CBS throw the late show set in the damn trash. Uh, Yeah, that was a last minute decision. Last minute decision. Size doesn't matter. Right on. (laughs) <laughs> it does in this room when every inch counts. We need it to be a little smaller, not bigger. This is too big. The Huxtable living room is weird. I don't know why it's weird. It's just weird. It's, I guess seeing it was weird to me, just seeing it. That's a show I have not seen in reruns. <laughs> no, me either. <laughs> And forgive me for laughing, too, because it's not, it's not really funny. I mean, this is like a serious, he's legitimately convicted of doing some stuff. But then also, didn't they reverse it? Isn't he out of jail now because of, like, some stuff of, like, oh, that's, that's how things I, were back then or something? That's what I read. He's out. Like, I heard it might be a comedy comeback, right? Like, there's, there's feelers for, remember when, when Louis did some secret shows before he came back out? And it was yeah. kind of like, putting the feelers out. Just put it yes. down in the water. See what what the the reaction is. I don't know that he'll get the same pass. I feel like I vaguely remember part of him getting off, so to speak, was uh, there was dementia involved in that as well, too. So I feel like 
fucking gonna go do a fucking comedy show? A demented, convicted rapist is gonna go do a fucking co- a comedy show? Like, I, uh, all right. I heard you, that. That one too. may have to be free in the park. I heard that too. Man, this auction is interesting. I guess it starts tomorrow. I guess it'll probably be happening while we're at Breakfast Club. We may miss it. That's the weird part. We may miss it. Weird. What's the time? Fourteen. I mean, and by the way, that may be a fucking. <laughs> that may be on purpose too. Um, fourteen hours and twenty-three minutes. What would that be from now? <laughs> it's now six thirty. So six thirty, seven thirty, eight thirty. Yeah, we'll be at Breakfast Club. Hilarious. We'll have no idea what happened, so we can't live stream it. That's crazy. Hilarious. That means one of the first things that's selling? That can't be right. I feel like the auction starts at 9 a.m. tomorrow. I, that must be what it is. We'll get all this ironed out and figure it out before we try to go on the air. Um, I don't really have anything else. I think we did the stuff. That we definitely did the auction check-in, don't you think? And we, we talked about the, uh, you know, this interesting controversy here um you know when somebody says why doesn't worldwide pants like it um by the way where was that there we go i'm surprised worldwide pants doesn't want the late night set um don't think you know that because <laughs> because you don't <laughs> um Technically, I mean, we talked about this a little bit the other day because Mike has a way of dragging information that I don't want to talk about on the show out of me on the show. Um, And he's not here tonight, so I'll do it again. Um, Technically, Worldwide Pants has a claim to ownership of this stuff because they were never consulted when it was uh, released. Um, And they do technically have a stake of ownership in it because they got the Carson ownership when he left in 92. It's a weird thing. It's very convoluted. But it could be argued that technically Worldwide Pants is still an owner of this stuff. Um, the owner of this stuff? I don't know. But an owner of this stuff, absolutely. They, they have a rightful claim. Um, would Worldwide Pants ever pursue it from that angle? I can't see it in a million years. There's no reason to sully any. The Worldwide Pants... Um, banner is so unsullied in 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 the weirdest way yeah it's really clean that there would be no reason to bring and anytime there's ever been anything they've got a really good job of making sure that it's not anything because it doesn't need to be um this is the type of thing where i just don't feel like they would want they don't want this headline worldwide pants letterman david letterman and worldwide pants get involved with with auctioneer yeah. is a headline we'll never see in a million years, <laughs> right? And I, I'm sure right. he knows that. Um, I see stuff like this, and then when I read everything inside, and this is going to be some little bit of inside information, all I can think of is, you know, we know James Commissar's publicist. You know him. I know him. He knows us. Yep. He knows the show. He follows the show. He watches the show. Um, he pushed it out there when James was on our show, you know. Um, this to me is like, You operate with a certain level of protection when you have someone like you to handle stuff like this. But it doesn't stop stuff like this. And it can't stop stuff like this. You know what I mean? And um, and I don't know. I just, 
when I see this, I don't just see the headline. I see all of the business behind it. Me thanks too. To you. Yeah. It's always way, there's always way more to the story than you read. What you read isn't the story. That's what, that's what they put out at right. the end. It's just like business. There's a bunch of people involved in every story. The headline person's different than the feature writer and the photographer. It's all controlled ultimately by the editor for that section. Which what the narrative to, is. Yes. Right. Everything. It's all perception. Filth, flarn, filth. I don't know. Oh, nice. Tonight's Don Giller Funtime Happy Hour is brought to you by Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Pee Wee wants his play set back. <gasps> and Don Giller wants this desk. Have to jump off. Bye, Jay Franz. Franzi. It was Franzi like Fonzi. Have a great night. Uh, great to see you, Don. Uh, I'm surprised you're not at the bitter end with Mike. He already checked in. Must be having a good old time, too. Um, I'm good. I feel like we did everything, and we this was supposed to be a quick check-in, and here we are, the full 90 minutes. <laughs> to get this guy to shut the fuck up. The moment audience questions become a thing, um, all schedule goes out the window because, God forbid, somebody asked me a question, I'm going to answer it. You can answer. <laughs> this uh, extra fun ep- uh, uh, edition of the Don Giller Funtime <laughs> Happy Hour has been brought to you by the Autoimmunity Foundation. Uh, we know you have many options for your viewing entertainment. Uh, thank you for choosing the late night playset, uh, whatever this uh, thing is, uh, here in the late night playset the Cars and Comedy Show uh, in the late night playset yeah I have to support it by uh, you viewers like you if you'd care to uh, learn more or make a donation financial contribution please please do you can do uh, PayPal you can do Venmo you can do uh, all the things all the things are in there <laughs> credit card check can't do a money order I don't think COD maybe I don't know <laughs> I don't think we do COD uh, but jump on autoimmunityfoundation.org 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 today and please do stay tuned on that because there's lots more to come in every area of our life currently there is lots more to come every single area and that is um, really a cool thing I think so, too. Kind of worked in one direction for a very long time with not a whole lot of... It took a long time before things started to, like, happen. And then, like, the five-year mark... By the way, lesson to the kids out there. Be willing to fail for five years before the things start to come and the, and the opportunities and the this and the that and the money and the sponsorship and whatever the heck it is. Because at five years, somehow, that's, like, the magic number of putting time and effort into things and um, it will happen so stay at it stay at it kids <laughs> stay in school too <laughs> but don't do drugs <laughs> all things I didn't do I didn't stay in school I totally am having drugs with you now God's sake I didn't do drugs when I was younger even now people, some people don't consider pot drugs most people don't consider not pot anymore. drugs not well, some states though probably still you stay off the reaver. Maybe. Can I go bazongos? 
mini Minnesota just legalized pot. They're the twenty third state apparently. So we're almost up to half. It's good. Yeah. I don't know if it's good or not. I mean, it's good for people like you. I feel like as long as they do the medicinal, great. Because then you can go get yeah. your medicine thing if you want or whatever. The, the recreational thing, I don't care about. To me, life didn't change because we had the medicinal one already yeah. through you. I mean, yeah. If anything, it made everything way more difficult and complicated, at least here in Los Angeles or in California. Yeah. Because it was like the switchover was like fucking painful. And then everything went really expensive. Yes. And now everything is coming down in price. Now weed is insanely cheap. Not cheap, but you know what I mean, c- compared to what it was. And uh, and all of the great businesses that like really went big and tried to do it legit, paying all their fucking taxes and doing all of the regulation and everything, they're really suffering now because it's hard to find a way when other people aren't doing that. Right. Anyway, shout out to all our friends in the weed business here in California. It, it, it's a booming business that will be massive when – it when all. it gets figured out so everyone's playing by the same rules. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. Just once everything clicks into place, it'll be great. But it's in still the meantime, it's a grind for all of those guys. Yeah. And there's so much money involved. I mean, these so are not much. small. It's not your weed dealer. I mean, they're, these companies are huge now. And they're, yeah. they're national or international even probably. Probably, yeah. Uh, most can be ordered online. So it opens up the floodgates for international sales. Which is crazy. Uh, this is it. This was the last uh, Don Geller late night fun time happy hour uh, before we go on our road trip. Unless, of course, we're here Tuesday, in which case, see you then. Um, thank you. Let's see to everybody. Let's do the whole thing here. Autoimmunity Foundation. Donate now. We did that. Okay. Do it again. Um, auction update. I'm technically with Pee Wee. Uh, on that one, uh, only if he wants his stuff. I feel like if you're in this business and all these people gave you stuff throughout the years, one person wants their stuff back, you just give them your stuff back. Um, you don't want the black eye, is my opinion. Right. Agreed. Um, thank you uh, to you, New Life of Old Nicole, uh, the Letterman uh, podcast out there in New York, Paul Schaefer, Will Lee, everybody else he showed us, and uh, Don Giller, of course. Skip Plus, thanks for the badge. Adventures joined. Hello. Nice to see you. And uh, I'm Porsche Life 111, and we're signing off from the studio, I think, for the last time for a few weeks, which is weird to do. Uh, I'm sitting in on the music musical saw on a break. Oops, not anymore. Back to the stage. Mike is smashed and forgetful. Yeah, he gets that way. He's just very excited. Ex- excited and excitable. And, uh, you know, he's, it's all enthusiasm, but sometimes he... Comes in like Peter Griffin. <laughs> Holy crap, Lois. <laughs> or tonight's guest. Well, on the, tonight's guest on the Don Giller Fun Time Happy Show. What do they call it? Happy Hour. Don Giller. And uh, aloha. All right. We love everybody. Thanks for, thanks for everything. Thanks for loving us. We'll see you out on the road, too. That's the other thing. Uh, once we are in movement, that will be all we're doing. So I will be checking in with people. We will be posting nonstop. Uh, videos and reels and all that garbage. Uh, thank you. Huge thanks to uh, FabSpeed, to TLG. My God, of course, TLG. We wouldn't be able to do any of this without you. Marco, Steve, Armando, um, everybody who helps out over there. Um, Love you guys. Yeah. Get your Porsche some TLC. Come on home to TLG. The real deal. And uh, thanks to all of you for watching because um, this is a. Uh, 
enjoy this time we spend together. I, I enjoy it. I do. I miss you when we don't get to talk. It feels strange, but while you're not talking to us, all of this interaction makes us feel like you are. So we feel like you're all here with us, which is fun. Yes, it is. Uh, love y'all. See you out there. Have a great weekend. Blue.